You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. This interview is brought to you by APSA. You can move to APSA and open a Business Evolve account online. We have APSA on the show right now to tell us uh, what its outlook for commercial property is this year and uh, what it's doing from a lending perspective in the space. The head of South Africa coverage of commercial property finance at APSA, Mike Mortimer, joins the market update for more. Mike, thanks so much for your time. Just to begin, what is the uh, core business of APSA commercial property finance and uh, what are the key focus areas and values that you're looking to bring to clients? Hi, thank you, and, and thanks very much for, for having me on the show. So Absolute Commercial Property Finance, I suppose, as its name suggests, provides finance to property investors and developers for the acquisition and development of commercial property finance. And you know, when we say commercial property finance, that in itself is quite wide-ranging. Mm-hmm. I suppose our key sectors would be office development and investment investment in the industrial sector, into the retail sector. We also provide finance for residential development, the development in the top structure, residential developments, and then we would also, you know, which would often be repaid via end users acquiring the individual units. But we also have an affordable housing division that provides long-term investor funding into affordable housing developers and investors who obviously hold those um, assets on a portfolio basis on a long-term investment basis. So those would be the, the key sectors that we involve ourselves in. Mm-hmm. You know, we would look at certain these sectors like self-storage, to some degree hospitality, and, and any other sectors. We've seen education growing quite extensively, healthcare and the like. So, so we certainly don't constrain ourselves to any individual sectors, but it's probably retail industrial offices and, and residential development. And then, you know, within our business, we have a, a geographic footprint that extends not only across the entire country, but also north, you know, across the continent. We, we have presence in a number of African countries and we can provide property funding to those countries as well. And then in terms of the span of, of, of our offering, it literally is from the million rand to the billion rand. And we also, on the top end, we, we fund extensively into the listed property sector and into, into larger developers and investors who have multi-billion rand portfolios. But at the other end of the scale, we certainly have a very active SME market where we would fund often first-time buyers, developers into their first acquisitions and hopefully grow them through their evolution. And at that end of the market, we also have a very, very compelling product, which is effectively an owner-occupier product where we would provide funding to investors to acquire their own assets from which they operate their business. It is quite wide-ranging. Yeah, I was about to say that, uh, but you are right. It's quite um, extensive, uh, the uh, reach of commercial property, uh, as you have just uh, described. But how would you describe the current environment out there? I mean, there's a lot going on in terms of challenges. Inflation is still high. Interest rates are still going up. Uh, We've got infrastructure problems, uh, service delivery uh, that uh, perhaps doesn't meet the best of standards. Uh, You name it. So just against the backdrop of the current environment, right now how do you see the the future uh, landscape of commercial property in this industry yeah it unquestionably is a challenging environment we find ourselves in as you mentioned we're in a sort of high inflation high interest rate environment inflation is not necessarily always the worst thing for the sector because it doesn't you know often translate into to reasonable capital growth but um if you look at the underlying fundamentals there's some real challenges you know we're definitely in a rising interest rate cycle 
you know, we foresee one, possibly two further interest rate hikes this year, probably then topping out. So we're quite close to the top end of the cycle, but likely that rates, given the inflation environment we find ourselves in, will remain elevated for some time. So that certainly makes affordability a challenge. You know, and then as you mentioned, there are broader infrastructural challenges just in terms of service delivery, some of the, the electricity crises being one of them. And, you know, just one takes as an example the, the trials and tribulations that are problems like KwaZulu-Natal have seen in the last year through COVID, through right to floods. That certainly doesn't make it, make it any easier. So, you know, if you look at the sector on the face of it, it certainly is, is challenging. You, know, you, you overlay that with the GDP expectations, which are probably around the 1% mark for 2023, and, you know, probably very much a, a, a sort of operates in parallel with the broader economy. So it is a challenging environment. But, you know, that said, it's, it's always been a very, very entrepreneurial sector. And, and, and it's one that's proved extremely resilient over many cycles. And if you look at the economic cycle we're in now, I certainly wouldn't equate it purely from an economic point of view to perhaps what we are seeing in 2008 as an example, where we saw the subprime crisis, we saw a massive oversupply of residential property that caused a complete re-rating of that sector. You know, from an economic point of view, I think this is a cycle and the market moves in cycles. Um, but, but what it's teaching us again is just the importance of specialization, you know, really having a deep understanding as, as an investor or developer of your market and your sector. So, you know, as an example, people will make quite broad statements on the office sector, which is a broad principle is suffering from a significant overhang and mm-hmm. vacancies, A, A plus A and B grade offices last year at 14%. But, you know, that, that's that's the sector holistically. If, if you then looked at an area like the decentralized office known in Cape Town, they saw 16% year-on-year increases in rentals between Q421 and Q422. The point I'm making is that you can't broad brush the sector. It's all about opportunities in particular nodes and, and particular sectors. But what that means really is, is, is it's a sector and an industry where, where local and specialized knowledge becomes paramount, um, number one. And number two, it always has been, but more so now than ever, is a long-term game. You know, it's not a, it's not a market now where people are looking to flip assets and, and do a quick turn. You know, the cycles typically forgive over time, provided that that, you, that your homework is done up front, that you're doing the right deal up front, and that you have the patience to see it through. And I suppose that's more paramount now than ever. Sure. So it sounds like you're uh, quite optimistic on the uh, sector's prospects in the long term. But uh, what about in 2023? Do you think it uh, still offers good value this year? Again, in certain niche pockets. You know, this is not a market to do deals for the sake of doing deals. So, you know, when we chat into our clients and certainly those who've been through the mill and, and understand the sector and, and have the experience, you know, to draw on, this is not a market where you try to force a deal because, um, you know, if you get it wrong up front, those lessons are long and hard. So there are opportunities. Stock is not changing hands very quickly because quality stock is, is being held quite tightly. But where, where people are patient, there are deals to be done, but, but not not a market where you should be forcing this. You know, I, I would take an example is, you know, let's say the retail sector. You know, if you look at the traditional urban established areas, there's probably little little demand and little opportunity for new development. But but in some of the more rural areas, some of the more secondary towns, we're still seeing some really compelling development opportunities taking place there because they've typically been underserviced for some time. 
Um, you, you think about things like online retail, not as well established and sophisticated as you might have in the urban areas. Um, so, so, you know, there again, you're seeing some, some good retail opportunities. But, you know, I repeat the point that the people going into those markets have done their homework. They, they, they understand the, both the challenges, inhibitors, and the opportunities that some of those, those secondary areas present. Part of that homework is making sure that you've got your infrastructure capability in that town or area that you can get your power supply, that you can get your bulk infrastructure. And sometimes that takes two or three years of, of homework and due diligence before you ultimately commence with the development. So there's no question there are opportunities, but you know, patience, circumspection, and, and thorough, thorough analysis and homework um, are critical, as well as having a deep understanding of your market. And you know, the next question then is new entrants to the market. How would they come into a market like this? Well. To my mind, this is it's key for them just to be finding mentors, people who've been there, working closely with them, networking, to make sure that they glean and partner, glean off the knowledge and partner with the right people who have that experience in those markets. Uh, some sound advice there, Mike. Thanks so much for uh, taking the time. Mike uh, Mortimer, he uh, heads the South Africa coverage of commercial property finance at APSA. This interview was brought to you by APSA. You can move to APSA and open a Business Evolve account online. Can I get a business account that is tailor-made for my business? With APSA, I can. APSA Business Evolve accounts offer a range of flexible options aimed at businesses of different sizes. Each package offers free access to online banking, a savings pocket and cash flow manager, an integrated accounting tool that helps to keep track of finances and more. It's a solution that evolves as my business grows. Find out which APSA Business Evolve account suits your business and open one online today. We do more so you can. That's Africanacity. APSA is an authorized FSP and registered credit provider. T's and C's apply. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update podcast, uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.